the 12th of September, 2006, episode 46. The Rookie Designer, with your host, Adam Hay. Rookie Designer is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. Alright, so a lot of you out there have probably been wondering where the hell I've been. I didn't release one on last Thursday, but for those of you who were paying attention, you probably already knew that I was in Las Vegas last weekend uh, from Wednesday until Saturday going to attending the Photoshop World 2006 in Las Vegas. So uh, today... I'm going to do a little wrap-up of that, of my experiences at the expo and at at all the different classes that I went to. Um, This is going to be a two-episode week because I missed that last Thursday, so we'll have this one and we'll have the regular Thursday podcast as well. I apologize for uh, not putting it out sooner, but as you'll hear uh, in a couple of minutes, there was really not a good way for me to do it. So this is what we're stuck with. All right. So, this show is actually brought to you in part by Wicked Lasers. Check it out. What would you do if that weak laser pointer you currently have had a hundred times more power? Did you know that WickedLasers.com has a full line of portable lasers that are being termed the next generation of laser pointers? Why settle for a dot when you can draw a line in the sky? According to the Guinness Book of World Records, Wicked Lasers are the most powerful portable laser. Purchased by the U.S. military for operations in Iraq, each laser is backed under warranty with a large support community. Visit wickedlasers.com for full details of this technology marvel. So a couple of things to cover here in the news before we get started. One thing I read today I thought was kind of funny, Pantone is actually releasing a, a line of paints paints like to paint your room or to paint your house. So if you find a design that you just can't live without and you really love the Pantone color in it, you can now paint your room that color as well. That was pretty interesting. As you just heard, we do have a sponsor now. If you're just joining us, you probably just heard that, but uh, they've been with us for the last of the episodes as well. And they're going to be with us for a month. And uh, it could continue beyond that if we do well. So I'm asking you guys to click on the banner that's on our webpage, which is at rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. Just go up there. You'll see a flash banner. Just click on that and uh, help us look good. <laughs> I'm sure they're tracking the clicks that come through from our site. So uh, it's only going to make us look better if there's a bunch of clicks coming through. You don't necessarily have to buy something, but if you're into that kind of stuff, hey, have at it. Uh, I, there's not really a connection between the the Wicked Lasers and what we do here, but it was an opportunity for me to have a sponsor. So, of course, I jumped at the at the chance. So please help me out and go to the website and click on the banner for me. Uh, because I've been out of town, I'm, of course, behind on all my emails and my forum entries. So if you had any questions for me that you sent, might be another week or two before I get to that stuff. Everything's really getting backed up right here. I am currently transitioning to my new job. This is the last week I I have in my old job, so I have to wrap up a bunch of different projects 
and uh, get those all out of the way before I transition to my new web designer position. So pretty exciting stuff. But as you can imagine, between that and the podcasts and taking a trip out of town for four days, things are very backed up and I'm a very busy person right now. So I will get to all the stuff eventually. Just please be patient with me. So what happened in Vegas? Well, first of all, I took my laptop with me and I purchased a mic cable so that I could plug straight into my computer, not realizing that it was a microphone that needed to be powered. Therefore, plugging straight into the microphone and straight into the computer did not work. I needed some kind of um, preamp to go into, which I do have, but I was trying to travel light. So I actually did record some sort of podcast, like a half podcast. I used my video camera to do so, and I was just going to take the audio off of that. But I figured the the second of my problems was there was no internet access. And let me go on on this for a little bit because, okay, Vegas is supposed to be this glorious place. And I wasn't staying in, in the nicest hotel that there was, but it said on their website, okay, you're going to have dial-up access in your room. So I'm all, okay, worst comes to worst, it'll take two hours to upload something. They did have that access, I think, but they certainly didn't provide you with a phone cord to be able to access it. So I was out of luck on that one. They did have broadband access, like a Wi-Fi hotspot. It was down by the pool, but it cost something like $15 for 24 hours. So I wasn't about to do that either. So I really had no way to put anything up. So I figured, well, I might as well... Obviously, I'm going to have to wait until I get back home. And since I'm back home now and I've already been through the whole expo and seminar and that whole thing, might as well do a new one and talk about the whole thing. Because the one that I did before was after the very first day of my classes. So a lot less information. So that's the story on that one. As always, I ask you guys to support the show, support me and what I do so that I can keep bringing you great content. I'm pretty much abandoning the whole podcast alley thing. If you really want to go vote for me, it is very much appreciated. If you want to take the time to do that and show your support that way, just go to rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. You'll find a little field on the right-hand side. You stick your email in there and click vote. And then when you get the email, click on the link and then you're all done. Um, I said I was kind of on the ropes on this one before and it's just becoming less and less attractive to me. It's not so much really about winning competitions or being high on the charts. It's about bringing people to the show. So if you can do that more efficiently by just telling your friends, telling your schoolmates, your workmates, anybody that you know could benefit from this show, if you can do a better job of bringing people that way, then just do that. Don't worry about going to our site or the Podcast Alley site and voting there because I always said it's not a popularity contest, but sometimes up there it does tend to turn into that. So that's why I'm saying, you know, I don't really care about that anymore. Just make sure that you spread the word. If you like listening to the show, make sure you tell other people that you like it and that you get something out of it so that maybe they can check it out too. That's all I ask. All right, final piece of news. We're going to have our second contest. I picked up a few things at the expo and, uh, They will be available for giveaways. So I'm going to do kind of the same contest I did last time. I always try and tailor these shows to the people that are listening to them, and that would be you guys. So 
what I want to know is what you want to hear about. But I'm going to kind of cross this one over. If you only listen to Ricky Designer, then go ahead and do just like we did last time. Send me in a topic, something that you'd like to hear about, whether it be very general in nature or very specific. If you also watch Quick Tips for Designers, the video podcast, the tutorial one, I'd like to know what kind of problems you have in your applications, uh, things that stump you or other things that you just might want to learn about, something you'd like to see a video tutorial on. Uh, I'd really like to start tailoring those to either problems people are having or cool effects that they want to learn or, or anything like that. So this is the one I want the most. Uh, I have plenty of things to cover here on this show. But again, if you don't if you don't watch Quick Tips for Designers, you can always send me a topic for this show as well. So here's what you need to do. Just like last time, send me an email to adam at rookiedesigner.com. Uh, it would help if you put contest in the subject line or contest number two, something so that I know that it's for that purpose. And then just go ahead and tell me what you want to hear about. And also make sure you put your name and your uh physical address on that as well. So that if you're the winner, uh, I don't have to come back to you and ask for that. I can just go ahead and send you your prize. So last time we only had one prize. This time there's a few different ones. The, uh, I'd say the consolation prize, I guess. I have one thing for you. It's not going to sound very exciting. It is a pen, but it is the coolest pen that I've ever seen. Now I'd wait to tell you, I'd wait for you to open it to see what it is, but it's so cool. I need to tell you now so you get excited about it. It is a pen that is a Photoshop CS2 pen. And if you've never seen this before, it's very cool technology. There's like a little metal piece on the side of the pen. And what you do is you pull that out and it almost unravels a scroll out from the pen. It's rolled up inside the pen and then you're pulling it out and it's like a sheet that's there. And what's on that sheet is a bunch of key commands, all the key commands for Photoshop CS2. So a very, very cool pen. I was very excited to see it when I when I got my hot little hands on it. And uh, well, that's the lower level of our prizes. I also have two packages of magazines. Uh, one is a the newest Layers magazine and also the Illustrator Techniques, uh, which is a newsletter right now. I think it's going to be a full-fledged magazine. I did actually subscribe to that, so we'll see when I get my first one. This one is just a, a smaller newsletter, but it's got really, really good stuff in it, and some of the stuff actually from one of the classes that I took at the seminar. So I've got two of those, so two people will win those. So hopefully uh, you aren't subscribed to those magazines already. You'll get to see how cool they are and how much they can help you out. The grand prize, and boy is it ever grand. It is a very, very large book with tons of tutorials. It's actually the official book of Photoshop World 2006. And what it includes is the show notes. I guess you would call them show notes, but the tutorials and the notes for every single class uh, with a few exceptions. But pretty much every single class that was at Photoshop World 2006, you will have tutorials for it. You'll be able to know what we did there. Uh, it's a very, very good prize. The book is very thick. There's lots of stuff in there, lots of good stuff. So a very good prize to win. So again, please send in your entries. Uh, I'll decide how long we're going to let this go by how many entries I actually get. But uh, please send them in as soon as you can, and we'll get this thing going and 
get some people those prizes. And even if you don't win one of the prizes, you will win in the end because we'll have lots of good topics and tutorials to cover on this show, as well as the Quick Tips podcast. So, Photoshop World 2006. Again, it was in Las Vegas this year. It was uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They do have some pre-conference workshops as well, but those always cost a little extra money, so I didn't attend any of those. Uh, Let me tell you, it was expensive enough as it was just being in Las Vegas. And uh, it was held at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center, which is really far away from just about every other hotel. Even if you stayed in the Mandalay Bay, it probably would have been a pretty good walk. I myself was across the street at the Tropicana, There was like a tram that took me to the Mandalay Bay, but I swear I had to walk like a mile just to get to the convention center from there. It's a very humongous place. And I wanted to give a special shout out of thanks to Miguel, Megan, and Jess for making my time there that much more special. And more importantly, making it so I didn't have to be all by myself there at the conference. That was extra special. And thanks again. So, when were these classes? They were Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They were all different times. Sometimes they started really early in the morning, which makes it kind of hard when you're up till all hours of the morning, which happens when you go to Vegas. If you haven't been there, you'll quickly find out that people don't really hang out in the daytime. They're up all night uh, gambling and drinking and doing whatever it is that they do there. But for the most part, there were about five or six classes for each day. Plenty of stuff to keep you busy. The classes are one hour long each, which is I think is the perfect amount of time. It, it makes it so that you're not hearing too much that you get bored, but uh, it's also not too short that you don't get enough information. And a lot of the instructors tend to go over the time a little bit. That is if they can, because they kind of go back to back. So some another instructor is coming in right as the one class ends. But uh, you can definitely find these guys afterwards. If you have questions, you can follow them out in the hallway and ask them questions. And they're all pretty nice about answering those. So a very good thing there. And there were a lot of uh, great instructors there, a lot of well-known instructors. One of the most notable being Scott Kelby, who pretty much heads up the whole thing. He's the big man on campus. Uh, Also Ben Wilmore, Matt Klaskowski, uh, Jack Davis, Bert Monroy, who else? Terry White, who actually works for Adobe. And Dave Cross, I went to a couple of his classes. He's very good as well. He's the Canadian guy from the Photoshop TV. So a lot of well-known guys there, a lot of guys that know their stuff backwards and forwards. So you're definitely getting a, a top level of education when you go there. I just wanted to share some of my thoughts on the goings-on at this conference and some of the topics that were gone over in the classes. And let me just start by saying that I am in no way trying to be cocky about my skills. I know I have certain skills. Others may not. They they probably have skills that I don't have. But I thought some of the topics in the classes were a little bit too beginner. I would go to these classes and learn one or two things, whereas you know I would expect to learn a lot more. If there's like 15 topics gone over in the class, I would expect to at least not know half of those things, and that wasn't the case. So at least for me, uh, I thought it was a little too beginner-ish in some of the classes. Now, some of the other classes I knew nothing about, and those were the, those were probably the best ones I went to. 
Those are very good ones. This conference is also very photo heavy, uh, meaning photographers. When you go on the expo floor, half of the booths were photography equipment. They had some backdrops, they had lighting. And this is to, to be expected because a lot of photographers obviously use Photoshop to retouch their photos or just to, to put the finishing touches on. But also, a lot of designers use it too. And there was, you know, some good software on the floor. And on that same topic, I did shoot some video of the expo floor. I haven't had a chance to review it yet. But any if any of it is worthy of putting up, I'm definitely going to put up a movie so that you guys can kind of get the feel for what it was like. Um, but anyway, back to the topic. I thought it was a little photo heavy. There was a lot of classes that were geared straight towards photographers, and I'm most likely not going to take those. Uh, I do like to do f- photography in my free time, but it's not my main purpose. It's not my job. So I'm definitely going to go to the ones that that focus more on design than on photography. But there always was an option. There was never an hour where it was all photography. There was always, you always had a choice there of photography or design or workflow or something like that. What were they? They have different tracks. I think that was the big thing on the Saturday. They had tracks. So they had a productivity track, a digital photography live studio, a creativity track, wedding photography, motion graphics, creative suite, and photo tech. So there's lots of different things that you could take. You had lots of choices, so that was good. And by the way, I don't think I mentioned, this was the first Photoshop world that I've ever been to. So that in itself, I mean, I was pretty impressed with the whole thing. I thought the setup was very good. I've been to very small seminars before where there's just a few classes, and this thing was on a much larger scale, lots of things to choose from, and I thought it was very, very cool. Definitely a good thing to go to if you haven't been to one before. The other thing I learned by going to this is there are lots of people out there using the software, like Photoshop, for instance, that that really know very little about the, the actual program, the application. And I found this in a couple of classes because the instructors would would go over a topic and they'd say, okay, who's used this before? Who uses this all the time? And a couple of people would raise their hands. Uh, Who uses this? Who has used this before? And a couple of people raise their hand. Who knows how to use this? Maybe one person raised their hand. Who knows about or who's ever heard of this technique before? And it was just, the numbers were so small, it it was very... Shocking to me, I guess I'd say. And they weren't all like obscure features either. There are some obscure features in in all the applications that we use that most people don't know how to use because they don't come in handy all that often. But these, some of these things were things that, that do come in handy and you probably should know and people didn't know. So, I mean, what I get from this is you really need to learn all you can about the applications that you use. People tend to get in this rut where they use what they use all the time. They, they get in a comfort zone of using certain tools or certain techniques, and they do things the same way all the time. And that really hinders you because you're not really stretching the application and using all the features that it's offering you. Every time they come out with a new version, it's not just to get more money out of you. It's because they've added new features that are going to help your workflow and help you work faster, more efficiently, and help you come out with better results, hopefully. So you really need to learn all those new things that are in there. And also, if you're new to it and it's already in version CS2, which is what, 11, 10 or 11? No, 
it's less in Photoshop. It's like nine or 10. Then there's obviously a lot of things you need to catch up with. There's a lot of things in there. So try to learn as much as you can through books, through classes. And if you can't afford to do that, uh, there's always online tutorials or just open up the application and explore. Go through all the different menus and just open things up to see what they are and what they do. And that's a great way to learn about the application that you're using. The Keys to the Game, brought to you by techpodcast.com. The keys for today are to create a clipping mask in Photoshop. And I think I have explained how to do this before just by using the layers palette. And that would be if you have two layers and obviously the one on top needs to be uh, clipped by the one below it, you're gonna hold down the option or alt key and click the line that's in between those layers. But there actually is a key command for this to make it even faster so you don't have to go to the layers palette. And what you're gonna do is make sure that the top layer, the one that you want to be clipped, is selected and then you're gonna press on the Mac Option, Command, and G. And on the PC, it would be Alt, Control, and G. And that'll create your clipping mask for you. In this second half, I wanna just kinda go over some of the classes that I went to, some of the things I thought were really good, and some of the things that I thought maybe weren't so good. And uh, well, we'll start off with that. The first class that I went to was called Real World Color Management. And uh, well, this the title of it definitely sounded enticing to me. It's something that a lot of people have been asking me to talk about. And uh, I do know some things about it. I don't know everything. That's why I've been holding off trying to gain some more knowledge before I do that show. And I thought, hey, this would be a great opportunity to go to this class and learn a lot about it. I was actually pretty disappointed with this class. It was more setting up the preferences in Photoshop for your color management, your color management uh, preferences, I guess you'd say. I don't know if that's exactly what it's called. But uh, a lot of things that I already knew, again, I'll go back to that. I, I knew, I already know because I've, I produce print materials all the time, I already know that there's a certain setting that I need to have that. I have to have my profiles just right when I send them to the printer that kind of thing. So it might not be something that everybody knows, and that's definitely something I'll probably go over in quick tips at some point. But I was looking for something a little bit more out of this class, and I was a little bit disappointed with that. Uh, the next one I went to was Photoshop Finishing Touches with Dave Cross, and this was a very good one. If you are a member of the NAPP, or if you've You've probably, if you watch Photoshop TV, like I said, he's the Canadian guy on there, and they've probably gone, gone over some of these things. But it's just the things that you do to your images right before you're done. Things like sharpening or putting different edges on them. Just really presenting them the way that you want to present them so that they're a little more eye-popping than just, you know, calling it quits, say you're done, and just putting it out that way. So that was a very good one. Another one was The Art of Typography, and this one was with Scott Kelby. And this one I thought was very good. It was very beginner but typography, I think, is a topic that you just can't get enough of. Even if you're hearing the same thing over and over again, it's, it's, good, it's a good thing to hear because typography is something that falls by the wayside way too, too often. So, but the topics were pretty broad in general. Now, I had a second class to this one, which I didn't go to, mainly because it was, I think it was more on the effects side. 
putting effects on type in Photoshop, which didn't interest me quite as much as the rules that you really need to follow or things that you can do to your type to make it more interesting than just putting the cursor down, typing out some words and leaving it at that. And um, that's also going to be another topic for a different show. So I'm not going to get too into that. Uh, one of my favorite classes I went to, and uh, he said it in the class, actually, that it was strange that there would be an illustrator class at Photoshop World, but there was. Uh, this one was with Matt Kloskowski, and it was very good. He showed just a couple of techniques that you see in ads or on websites everywhere, and he showed you how to do those things. So very cool stuff. And if you are one of the winners of that uh, magazine package, you will get some of those tutorials and the illustrator techniques and uh, very good stuff. After that one, I went to the InDesign CS2 Beyond the Basics. Again, a little strange having an InDesign class at Photoshop World, but personally, I hope they keep doing this stuff. And I actually, I would just like to see a big conference for, it could be the Layers Conference, I guess, for everything Adobe would have Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, Dreamweaver, Flash, all their new stuff too. I think that would be a great conference to go to so that you're not just learning about one particular application. Anyway, I went to that one. That one was with Terry White. He also has his own podcast, which I've had in the bullpen before. It's the Adobe Adobe CS2 Creative Suite 2 podcast or something like that. I don't remember. It's all CS2, all the applications in there. It's a video podcast, tutorials, good stuff. Check that out if you haven't checked it out already. That one was pretty good. He showed me a lot of things. I'm pretty new to InDesign. I've only been using it for a year, so a lot of good stuff in that one. One of the most interesting ones I went to was called the Power Hour for Graphic Designers, and that one was with uh, Russell Brown. If you've never seen this guy before, he is definitely an entertainer. He came in in a mad scientist outfit with a huge wig on, and uh, that's actually where we got the cool Photoshop pins from. So you can thank him for that if you're the winner of that one. He went over a bunch of different type effects that he likes in, in Photoshop. This again was one of those ones where half the stuff I already knew, actually more than half the stuff I already knew, it was pretty basic topics. But uh, he was entertaining nonetheless. And like I said, it's always good to see things once or twice because sometimes you see a cool technique and then you forget about it. So just a good reminder for you. Another great class I went to was another one with Dave Cross. It was called Be Your Own Help Desk. I thought this was a very, very good one. It wasn't really techniques about how to use Photoshop or how to make things look cool. It was how to figure out what's going wrong when, when your Photoshop isn't working the way it's supposed to work. If you're trying to put some type down and that's not working, or if you're trying to move an object or paint into something, basically, if you hit a roadblock and you don't know what's going on, we kind of went over techniques of how to figure out what's going wrong, all the way up to reinstalling your Photoshop, which should, as he said, which should be the last case scenario. You don't want to be like, okay, something's going wrong with this. I'm just going to go ahead and reinstall. There's definitely techniques that you can use before you get to that point that aren't as extreme. Don't take as long and don't, you know, when you reinstall, you're getting rid of all your preferences, any custom brushes or anything like that that you've made. If you don't save those, they're all going to be wiped out as well. So it's definitely the, the last action you want to take. But this was a cool class, showed a lot of uh, troubleshooting techniques, and that's something I've never seen before. So that was pretty cool. Probably one of my favorite classes and... Uh, I guess you'll soon figure out why 
was called How to Copyright and Protect Your Work. That's right. Everybody's been asking for the copyright episode of Rookie Designer, and I actually learned enough in this class that I'm ready to do it. I was going to try and get somebody else to come and talk, but I learned so much stuff in this class that I think I'm ready to do the episode. And what we'll do is I'll do that episode. If people still have questions after that, then maybe we'll do a second one and I will get uh, some kind of lawyer, maybe a, a, some kind of copyright lawyer on here to interview so that he can answer some questions. That would be awesome. But I, I learned a ton of stuff in this class. It was A lot of it was geared towards photography. Uh, the guy actually himself... He was a photographer, he sells his photography, so he's copywriting images left and right, even told us about a certain case in which somebody used his photography on their website, and he took them to court and sued them and got a settlement out of it and everything. So uh, I'll definitely be doing that show very soon. We'll be going through the steps of how to copyright something and uh, the do's and don'ts and, and what it gives you and what it doesn't give you and all that kind of good stuff, so was pretty pleased with that class and very happy that I learned so much that I can actually bring that to you myself. So all in all, I thought the conference was very good. Again, there were some things that I thought could have been beefed up, could have been a little bit more advanced that I'd like to see, but I thought the whole thing was very well put together. I thought it was definitely a good use of my time and my company's money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was a great time and I would recommend that anybody... If you have not been to one before, and especially if you're a student, it's very cheap. But if you haven't been to one before, go to one. They have them all over the place now. The next one is going to be in Boston. And I think they said that was next year, April or something like that. But they usually have, they'll have a, a East Coast one and a West Coast one. So it's relatively easy to get to them. And they, I think this last year was the first time they ever had one in Japan. I think that's where it was. But they're getting all over the place now, so check it out if you if you haven't checked one out before. Now that's what I call a rookie mistake. Our mistake tip comes courtesy of Dave Cross this time. It's something I probably the the best thing I took away from any of the classes. And I think this was from the finishing touches classes that I took. And he was talking about how a lot of people, especially because they were giving us these books with the tutorials in them, and they and he said, I'll put up the files so that you have the same exact file to work on. And you find that with a lot of tutorials these days, people will give you the files to work on so you can do it exactly the way they did, so that you get the same result. That's all fine and dandy, but make sure you're not just going through the motions when you're doing these tutorials. You need to actually take something away from that and learn from it. So it's okay if you want to go through and do it with their image first, but make sure you go back, use a different image, use something of your own, and try and recreate the, that effect with your image so that you know what they're doing. You know how they're doing it. You're not just following uh, steps like a recipe. Things are getting a bit out of hand. Looks like it's time to go to the bullpen. One of the handouts that I got, one of the many handouts that I got at Photoshop World, get all kinds of swag and flyers and everything from people. One of them was for a website that I kind of forgot about. I found it a long time ago, but haven't revisited in quite some time. And it's called Photoshop Cafe. And you can find that at photoshopcafe.com. It has a bunch of tutorials. It has a gallery. It has tips and actions and 
books that you can buy. It has a forum, just all kinds of stuff, everything Photoshop. Uh, if you need any help or if you want to just check out a new resource for that, definitely go to this website. Again, that's photoshopcafe.com. Before we wrap up today, I just wanted to remind you to spread the word about this show. If you like it, tell your friends, tell your friends in design that is. Even if they're not in design yet, if they're actually thinking about it, I think this is a great show for them to listen to. But tell your friends, your coworkers, anyone else who you think might benefit from the show. As always, if you need to contact me for any reason, and I think the biggest reason right now would be to enter the contest, but also if you have a question for me or you want my advice on something, you can always contact me at adam at rookiedesigner.com. You can also Skype me at username titanstrides or use the call-in line 619-573-4043. Don't forget to add the one in the country code if you're outside the United States. And let me just say on that thing, that is actually a, that'll go to a voicemail. It actually goes to the Skype voicemail. So if you don't really want to talk to me, you want to just leave me a message, then go ahead and call that call-in line. I actually usually don't answer it. So uh, You can also go to Rookie Designer on MySpace. That's myspace.com slash rookie designer. And that's about it, I think. Oh, well, the most important way to talk to me and many other designers is to go to the forums. And I think I said last time there was 100, over 150 people on the forums, and there wasn't, but there is now. So lots of great people up there sharing conversations about everything design and, well, some things not design if you want to talk about something else. So definitely check that out, rookiedesigner.com slash forum. One more reminder for you to click on the banner on the homepage, rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. Click on that banner for me. Make us look good to our, our new sponsor. And uh, if you're into laser pointers, hey, maybe you can buy something from them. That'd be cool, too. Also, uh, I mentioned this a second ago, send in your entries for the contest. All I want to know is if you, if you watch Quick Tips for Designers, what are some of the problems that you have or what are some of the roadblocks that you're hitting in your applications or what is just a cool effect that you'd like to see a tutorial on? And make sure they're quick. The name of the show is Quick Tips, so they should be quick things. Uh, I think the longest one I ever did was 13 minutes, so please try and keep it under that. I usually try and keep it 10 minutes or below. And if you don't watch Quick Tips, if you just listen to this show, then just go ahead and send me a topic that I can talk about on Rookie Designer, something you'd like to hear about, whether it be very general or very specific. All right, that's about it for this one. As I said, I'll be talking to you again this Thursday, so we'll be back on our regular schedule. And just remember, everybody's a rookie before they're an all-star. That one's high. It's got the distance. It's high. If you ever see the concrete stairs of every day, the lunatic, the hypocrite, are all lost in the fray. Can't see their lives are just like yours. And on Christone and undiscovered gore leading to the gift of hope renewed, eternity for you. The masses of humanity have always had to suffer. The businessman who's has to play controls the world each day. His blind to indications of his species for decay. Can't see his life is just like yours. And on Christone and undiscovered gore leading to the gift of hope renewed, eternity for you. Come back.